It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm gonna get it. Cause I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield and Garrett Ross. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome. It is game time. And man, oh man, I think summer has arrived. Ooh. We went from uh, spring to summer in, in, in about 18 hours. It's ridiculous. I told my wife last <laughs> night, I was like, we were free, like literally freezing a few months ago, and now I'm melting. It, it's absolutely insane. I love it. Love it. Love it. it. Love it. Love it. Hey, I'd rather be hot than cold any day of the week. Ugh, you, I don't know, man. You can go get in a swimming pool, a cement pond. Uh, as Ellie May, do you know who Ellie May is? By I know the way? who Ellie May okay, is. Okay, so she called the it the cement pond. That's right, because she kept her critters down at the cement pond. <laughs> yes. So you could go to the cement pond and cool off. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to doing it. I would have no problem jumping in that or a trough or something at this point. There's a big pond right down the road. <laughs> <There> it's <is. laughs> called Lake Waco. So. But in the wintertime, even though it's, everything's cold and frozen and it's dark and it's gray and it's... Oh. I don't think that I'll... F- I don't, look, I've always thought that I would definitely take the cold over the heat. But after this little experiment we had earlier in the year, I don't want the extreme <laughs> cold. You give me like some casual 40s and I can work with that. But man, once it gets to snowing and stuff, I don't want any part of that. Yeah, when we're when you're in the parking lot and you can't get yeah. your vehicle out. Nah, nah, <laughs> you're nah, I'm, I'm spinning good. Spinning and <laughs> no part of that. All right, so we, we we so there you go. We're off and running talking about the what, what is it about ninety something like that? I'm guessing. You know, it, it, it feels on. every bit of ninety. Um, maybe even ninety five. I know. Yesterday when I got home, I was sitting outside with my wife and my son, and she checked, and it said that it was ninety, and it's ninety one. So it, yeah, and it felt like it was a hundred with sixty percent humidity. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you know, the humidity's at three hundred fifteen percent. So that can go away. Anyway, uh, all right, so let's see what do we got today. Today, you know, and I don't know if you've heard this, but there's some conversation about a college football playoff adapting a new system. I don't know if we – have we mentioned that on this show? Might have. Uh, it kind of rings a bell, but it's definitely picking up. It's gaining some major traction. It, it's 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 going to happen. Yes, it is. How they do it is the question, not if they're going to do it. So we'll continue that conversation a little bit. Uh, we'll get into some OTA conversation with uh, with John Machado of The Athletic as the Cowboys uh, mm-hmm. uh, have OTAs. That is um, organized training activity, by the way, if you're scoring at home. And again, we don't want that to be confused with the disorganized training <laughs> activity. Because you know that's going on well, as well. You know that is absolutely <laughs> going on. So uh, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll talk some Ranger baseball uh, a little later on in the program. Well, we're going to get kind of a State of the Union on uh, on Waco High football with head coach Lennon Helt. We'll yep. do that. And uh, if ever we kind of threw this together last second, I got to be honest. So I don't know if it's going to happen. But with the Victory Bowl and all the activities mm-hmm. coming up, we're going to get former Waco High coach Johnny Tusa on the program, hopefully today, maybe tomorrow, to talk about all the activities. The uh, football game, by the way, will be Saturday morning. Right. And uh, we'll have the broadcast right here at 945 from uh, Panther Stadium in Hewitt. Uh, the volleyball game will be that afternoon. And uh, and then there's the don't forget on Thursday. I guess that's today. That's yeah. today, yeah. You got baseball and softball down in Belton. So, I mean, it is a cool deal and a great activity. And, and, and literally hundreds, hundreds of uh, Central Texas 
uh, kiddos participating in this. And as you pointed out, for most of them, if not all of them, this is their last opportunity to be a part of a, quote, team right. and, 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 you know, and go do that thing. So uh, most of them are not going on to play. I, I don't think any of them are, are eligible to play in this game if they're going to move on and play in, in at, Yeah, I at think the that's part level. of the deal. So uh, so here are the numbers again. I mean, I just think this is cool. 92 football players, 24 volleyball players, 20 cheerleaders, 36 baseball players, 30 softball players. There's a band made up of 75 band members and 30 area head coaches from baseball, softball, and football all participating in this year's uh, annual event. Uh, so hundreds of kiddos being mm-hmm. uh, you know being affected by this. So very cool stuff. Very cool. Uh, all right. So th- that's kind of what we got going for you today on the program. So should be a lot of fun. Again, sunshine at 91 degrees. I mean, I think we ought to just move. We just ought to go out in the parking lot. And just do the the next two hours from the parking lot and, and wave at everybody coming through Sonic. I will let you go out there, happily let you go out there, and I will sit here in the air conditioning and work the buttons. I I'm c- not going out there. I could do it. I, mean, I know you could. That would be funny. That would be just funny. Just go hang out in the parking just lot and do the show. Just drink a, like a, a, what are your grape limeades? A grape limeade, man. You, I'm going to tell you right now, you can't go wrong with a grape limeade. <laughs> I don't even sound right. It is. I'm telling you, my buddy Chris Clemens, who uh, has coached all over the place, but is currently the uh, head baseball coach at Robinson, he got me hooked on these years ago. <sighs> years ago. Good stuff. Mm-mm. I can't I can't bring myself to Well, do you know, that. that's why some people like cherries, some like uh, tomatoes, some like... Everybody has a different opinion. Like some people like burgundy and gold. I ain't one of them cats. And it looks good, doesn't it? I'm not one of them dudes that likes burgundy and and gold. You're you're sporting the the Washington cap. I started. Actually, that is the Redskins. Yeah, I know. See, here's the deal. I've been holding out. So you are politically incorrect this morning. I walk around politically incorrect until I need to know if we're going to have a mascot or not. Right? I'm not paying money. For merchandise, if I don't know, like, okay, why I don't want to pay like $35 for a hat. Right. And, Is that what they run? Dude, they're expensive. It's ridiculous. You go to Lids and that's what you pay? It's 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 expensive. Wow. And so I'm not going to pay that amount of money for a hat that says Washington football team if they're going to get a mascot and rebrand everything within two years. Now, if they come out and say, yeah, that's what we're going to be, all right, I'll be on board with it. So why haven't they? I think that I they, mean, there's a lot of conversation about just leaving it alone. I honestly feel like that's what they're going to do. I, I initially, when they when they made the change, it was one of those things that obviously it got a, garnered a lot of attention, uh, and I was kind of like, man, that that sounds dumb, you know, Washington football team. But a, as it settled in with people, like for me, I can't speak for everyone. It doesn't bother me. I, I mean, it's it's just a mascot. I you think, call it Washington. I think they ought to have a mascot of some kind. The Washington politicians or uh, no. or, or something like that. They could do something. I, but it's it's kind of got that um, European soccer vibe to it, and I, I can ride with that. Washington Demopublics. Uh, or, the, or, the, or the Washington <laughs> the puppets. R- r- Republicans <laughs> or something. I mean, you know, I don't know. You can do. I mean, there's there's plenty of options out there, but I'm waiting until I know for sure, and that's when I'll start rebranding myself All in right. their clothing. So you're you're gonna wait. You're gonna wait on this. Deal. I'm gonna have to ride it out. Yeah. All right. Uh, they're playing the championship game, and you know they they decided to play this game so we all could watch it. Mm-hmm. 
What is up with that? This I mean, is the what, dumbest thing. Is it because of other programming that they are obligated to tonight? Apparently, they've moved the NBA. The NBA playoffs have been on TNT the entire time. Right. And, or, you know, ABC on the weekends. And then, for whatever reason, magically tonight, they're playing on ESPN, which bumped this game, who has been on primetime and ESPN the whole time, to daytime. It's, it's so ridiculous to me that you have a championship game in the middle of the day. I don't like that <laughs> no. at all. Yeah, it's not like it's on Saturday. No. This is, this uh, is in ridiculous. The the, nonetheless, Oklahoma's about to bury Florida State. They're up 5-1, to one, and they are in the seventh inning. So yeah. uh, a couple of outs away from claiming a championship. So a Big 12 program is going to have yet another national championship. And I, should, I don't think this should really come as any surprise. Uh, you know, when they initially got knocked off by James Madison and had to go to that loser's bracket – it, it kind of for me, I was like, it caught me off guard, you know. And then they had to go through um, either Oklahoma State or Georgia, who had already beaten them. But they've shown why they're the best team in the nation. And you know, hats off to Florida State for getting game one. But man, Oklahoma showing why they're Oklahoma. Yeah. I, I, first of all, I, I was shocked that they lost. Yeah. But the fact that you were able to move through the losers bracket as smoothly as they did. Yeah. I mean, really not a whole lot of scares in, 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 while while playing in the loser's bracket. All it did was make you play a lot more softball. No, and I think it was kind of good for them too, right? Like, like get get tested early on and, and have that loss to James Madison and have to work your way through because they could have easily gone through this, <laughs> saw Florida State that first night, took that L and messed them up mentally. I, I'm telling you right now, you may think that, but I guarantee you that coaching staff from well, Oklahoma sure doesn't don't. think yeah, that. But, no. you know, that's but just me. They would like to have them W's as many and as quickly as they possibly yeah, they can. would have loved to just swept through this. Yeah, and got her done. So, but th- they're about to. They're uh, they're a couple of outs away from uh, from claiming a national championship in in softball. And again, good for Oklahoma and good for the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. It so. really is. All right, uh, 12 minutes after 4, 412, we welcome you into Game Time. Game Time is brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. And on the way, we will uh, get into some college football talk. We'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Get ready for another hot and humid day here in Central Texas with decreasing clouds and a lot more sunshine this afternoon. Highs top out at 93 degrees with a heat index of 98. Clear and very warm tonight. We drop to 74 and mostly sunny. Hot and humid tomorrow. A high of 93 with a heat index of 98. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Texas needs passionate teachers like you. McLennan Community College Child Studies and Education Department offers three different programs that can be applied to a bachelor's degree or help start your career faster. The Associate of Applied Arts in Child Development, Associate of Arts in Teaching, and Certificate in Child Development are programs that only fit your work schedule, but allows you to work in the teaching field while taking classes. MCC can help you be the teacher you want to be. Apply now for fall at mclennan.edu or contact us at 299-8622 to get started today. Since 1985, Wade Funeral Home has provided services to Central Texas families with care and compassion. Wade Funeral Home serves every family with pride, and they are able to offer a wide range of services to meet your family's needs. They will listen to you to help plan a celebration consistent with your expectations. Also see them for pre-planned funerals and cemetery monuments. Wade Funeral Home, 201 Northwest 3rd Street in Hubbard and 4140 West Pioneer Parkway in Arlington. Let them help you plan the celebration of lives lived. 
In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I'd been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their arch supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. The Good Feet store in Waco, located near Cabela's. When it comes time to shop for insurance, wouldn't it be a good idea to start with an agent with over 30 years experience? Paula Beers, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance in Hubbard is the one to see for all of your insurance policies, including auto, life insurance, home, farm and ranch, and commercial. She can make buying insurance effortless so you can focus on the moments truly worth living. Paula Beers, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, open Monday through Friday, plus after hours by appointment. Call 254-576-1558. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. The Boskeville baseball team had their season come to an end last night, the state tournament in Round Rock, as they fell to Garrison 7-6. Boskeville finishes the season with a 35-4 record, while Garrison improved to 28-9 and will take on New Deal in the state championship on Thursday at Dell Diamond. New Lady Bears head coach Nikki Collin continues to build her staff, and the latest addition is Micah Odom. Odom will serve as assistant director of basketball operations for the Lady Bears. She was a graduate assistant for intramural sports at Baylor for two years for 2019 to 2021 as she interned with the Baylor men's basketball program in the fall of 2020. Temple four-star athlete Mikkel Harrison Pilot has been named underclassman of the week by Dave Campbell's Texas football. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 17 minutes after 4, 417. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time. Tom Barfield, Garrett Ross, glad to have you with us again. Uh, two outs in the seventh inning in Oklahoma. One out away from a 5-1 victory over Florida State to claim the national championship. So when it happens, we'll yep. we'll keep you posted so you can start your party and just a matter and of the moments. parade and, and just what you know the <laughs> confetti. I know you're going to throw a lot of confetti there, Ross. I know you're going to. So anyway, uh, all right. So let's get into the into the uh, college football playoff yep. situation. It, it, it has uh, you know there was a, a lot of conversation about the uh, 
the uh, CFP's playoff working group and what their uh, what their recommendation might be. There was there was all kinds of, of conversation. There was you know from six to eight to ten to sixteen, all kinds of formats mm-hmm. being discussed. What did they recommend? They went with 12. Uh, they recommended 12, and the committee was Greg Sankey, the commissioner of the SEC, Bob Bowlesby for the commissioner of the Big 12, Mountain West Commissioner Craig Thompson, and Notre Dame's AD Jack Swarbrick. Uh, so that's the format that they have gone with, uh, and it will include the six highest-ranked conference champions and six at-large teams uh, under this proposal. So we're looking at 12 right now. So 12 is the number. You happy with it? I, I think, think it's a step in the right direction, definitely. I, I, and look, you bring up a valid point. Why not just make your decision that you're going to stick with in the end and put it in place right now? And maybe that's it. Maybe 12 it, is it. It very well be. It could be. But you know as well as I do that what money talks. And once they get in there, and, <laughs> and I a, think that's really what this is, right? Is We're going to throw this out there. We're going to see how much money we can actually make. And then we're going to see how much more we can make once we get there, you know, by make, tweaking it a little more. If I'm not mistaken, the format will be the top four teams will get a bye. Correct. Unless one of those top four teams is the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, and then they're not going to get a bye. Is that correct? That is correct. So um, says Notre Dame fans have a legitimate argument to complain, even though they, even if they make it. With them not being a conference champion, you're not going to be rewarded. You're not going to be allowed to have that buy. And my thing is, and I know it's the answer is going to be no, but at some point you think it's got to happen. What does this help push them towards a conference? Maybe. Like, is this finally the straw? Maybe. I mean, uh, look, uh, COVID pushed them to play <laughs> several, right. you know, within the ACC, and and they, you know, look, they're just. I mean, they are teetering on membership within the ACC. They might as well go ahead and do the deal. They have to. I mean, every other sport is over there except football. And right, I know you're. And they NBC, still play half their games. Yeah, and it, it, yeah, really, they do. It, it, I know the NBC money's good and all, but at some point, it, it's got to. And Oklahoma just won. So there you go, Oklahoma a winner five to one over Florida State. At some point, you have to. Just, just come to the realization that you gotta adapt. You gotta get in a conference, and, and I don't know. It, just for me, it's ridiculous that you're the only team out there doing this. I know BYU's an independent, but they don't carry the same weight as Notre Dame. I still like they they feel still view themselves as this powerhouse, and that's just not it. Not not in not in terms of wins and losses. No, but in terms of finance. Oh, I know. Yes, that. they are. Absolutely, yes, they are. And that's the problem. I mean, they're Boston Celtics, they're 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 Los Angeles Lakers, they're uh, they're Dallas Cowboys. They yes, they are. But I, and that's what I don't understand. Like we always talk about it all the time, right? Because like wins the, and losses. The, the history of that deal, and it just ain't going away. The go. I'm just telling you, that's that's part of the deal. And there's more Notre Dame fans in this country than there is anybody else. I I'm think. sure there is. So. That's their deal, but you know what? If someone says, "Hey, you got to take an extra step to get to a championship," that may do it. I don't know. So, if so, the format is this: top four teams draw by. Let's pretend like Notre Dame's not, so they could move into the five slot. Then five plays twelve, mm-hmm. six plays eleven, on and on and right. on. And those are on-campus football games at the higher seed. Correct? They are. And I mean, just think about. 
the crowds you're going to draw, the attention, uh, being able to reward somebody uh, it had the way things should be done. Uh, I think this is definitely the great idea. I, if you're going to have to have a buy, which I don't think you do, if you just go to 16 and listen to me, listen to me and go to 16. But if you're going to do that, I love the idea of those top four. Now, how do you determine the top four? See, that's the thing. That, it's, that's if you're telling me there's thing. a committee or they're voting or it's a poll, then I'm saying hogwash. Yeah, I, I don't know how you're going to do that because you're still looking at taking your top four when you have, quote-unquote, five major conferences. So you're still going to have the issue with, well, somebody's left out here. Um, so I, I don't I don't know. It's it's. I think it's going to have to play itself out, but it's still you know going to be an uneven paradox. There. So next week's a big week. It is because the all of the conference commissioners, the ten, and the and the and the Notre Dame AD, they're going to vote. They're going to get in there and they're going to talk about it. And, and uh, the FBS commissioners and uh, the uh, Notre Dame AD must agree on the format when they meet June seventeenth through the eighteenth to discuss the topic in person for the first time before uh, the uh, pandemic. So. Uh, so while the four members of the working group have made a recommendation and spent the last two years researching the possibilities, it took them two years to come up with a 12-team format? Yeah. It took them two, two years? years? Really? All right. Uh, it's possible that the uh, seven me- uh, other members of the management committee support another format. So this deal's not done. This is just their recommendation. It is. And right now, the timeline for this, uh, according to the CFP Executive Director Bill Hancock, is that the earliest a change would come would be 2023. So we're looking about a couple seasons out. Um, and they're also looking at would be this negotiations. Uh, to the, the, the final negotiations for this would be no longer than 2026. So they're going to have to – that's when the contract for their first deal would expire. And I guess that's when you would discuss, well, is this going to work or do we expand it again to 16? All right. So – and I don't think that I, – I, who knows? I, I'm not going to say anything about that because you just never know. So they're going to present that uh, the uh, 17th and 18th. And then if it gets past those guys, then the 11 uh, conference presidents and chancellors who make up the CFP's board of managers will meet in Dallas on June the 22nd. So there's a, there's a couple more layers uh, for this before, before it's, it's the deal. It is, but I think this is definitely the progress that we've all been looking for. Like it, We knew it's when they initially I, – I, what were your initial thoughts when they came out with the four? Like, Did you like it? Did you – I thought it was a start, I, right. you know. But I knew, I knew when you have <laughs> when you have five power conferences in yeah, four absolutely. spots, you're like, "Hello, how's this going to work?" And then you have all the other conferences. My deal is simple. I want it to be fair and equitable for every Division One college football team. Correct. I want every Division One college football team to have an opportunity to play for a national championship this fall. When the season starts, that will not be the case. No. There are a well, the majority, the majority of the schools that will tee it up and the kids do the work in August and all that stuff and they play, start playing football in late August, last week of August. There are those who will not have an opportunity. And the other thing I have an issue with, and I know I know that the college football mm-hmm. playoff, but come on, don't tell me that that poll that preseason football poll is not an influence. It is. It is a huge influence. And so it, it, it's still to me that you're you're in the playoff. 
and then you have to play yourself out, and I think that's fundamentally wrong. I think you should have to play your way into the playoff. No, you should. That, that's how it is. That's how it's done everywhere else. No, you should. I mean, like you mentioned a great point. Like when you look at this season, I think right now we could probably agree that you're looking at it's going to be Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State in the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, and that now they've got to stump their toe. Right. Right. To to come on out of, of that deal. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's already at a disadvantage for everybody. So you're, this I this has want, to happen. I want the slate clean. And you line up on the first Saturday, mm-hmm. and away we go. And the biggest tournament in the history of sports begins every first Saturday in 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 September or the last Saturday in August, whenever the you mm-hmm. know the, that's what I you know. And it, that's how it's done everywhere else. That's how it's done in high school. That's how it's done in Division Three. Mm-hmm. Mary Harden Baylor's not penciled into the national championship no. game right now. No. Uh, they've got to win their way to the national championship game. See, and for me, one of the biggest things that I, I would like and that this is going to help with is a lot of the times when these schools don't make – like, all right, I'll use LSU. They're a prime example. I'm an LSU fan. If they don't make uh, – have an opportunity to play for a national championship, that's when guys start opting out and getting ready for the NFL. If you do this, mm. you're not going to see that. You'll have everybody still in the hunt for a national championship. And the excitement level of a playoff is unbelievable. Absolutely. It'll be unbelievable when you have all those teams having an opportunity oh, yeah. to participate. All right. It is a 27 after 4, 427. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Morris Show. It's one Chicago on a Wednesday. Uh, it's on NBC. Uh, you've heard me talk about it before, maybe maybe more than you'd like to hear me talk about it. So the, the line exactly is, it's like when we were watching Baylor win the national championship. Haha, ha, I know. Well done by Derek Haas. We appreciate that. A mention of Baylor winning the national championship on Chicago Fire last night. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Are you searching for a financial institution that offers a personal, one-on-one, small-town banking atmosphere? Citizen State Bank Hubbard can handle your personal, agricultural, and business banking needs, in addition to real estate loans. Check out their interest rates on CDs. They're the best in town. Plus, they offer the convenience of online banking and online bill pay. A proud supporter of Hubbard High School and all Jaggers athletic teams. Citizen State Bank Hubbard. Member FDIC. They go the extra mile for you at Muirhead Ranch and Realty. If you're buying or selling, do yourself a favor and call Muirhead Ranch and Realty first. Teresa, Craig, and Shelly can give you a no-cost market evaluation. Plus, check out their website often, MuirheadRanchAndRealty.com, for daily new listings, plus information on surrounding North and Central Texas communities. They're able to answer all your residential and farm and ranch real estate questions at Muirhead Ranch and Realty, 201 North Magnolia Avenue in Hubbard. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, 
this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. The Bosqueville baseball team had their season come to an end last night, the state tournament in Round Rock, as they fell to Garrison 7-6. Bosqueville finishes the season with a 35-4 record, while Garrison improved to 28-9 and will take on New Deal in the state championship on Thursday at Dell Diamond. New Lady Bears head coach Nikki Collin continues to build her staff, and the latest addition is Micah Odom. Odom will serve as Assistant Director of Basketball Operations for the Lady Bears. She was a graduate assistant for intramural sports at Baylor for two years for 2019 to 2021, as she interned with the Baylor Men's Basketball Program in the fall of 2020. Temple four-star athlete Mikkel Harrison-Pilot has been named Underclassman of the Week by Dave Campbell's Texas Football. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back into the program. This is game time, and we are brought to you in part by Good Feet, located in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. Tom and Garrett, we're glad you're with us, and we are joined now by John Machota of The Athletic. John, good afternoon. How are you? Doing well, guys. How are you? Doing terrific. We appreciate your time today. Let's uh, dive into some Cowboy news and notes, and I want to begin with Dak Prescott and uh, his apparent new deal with with the Jordan brand. And I've worked in this industry, so I know a little bit about it. What he has done, moving from Adidas to the Jordan brand, may mean millions of dollars for Jordan. Talk a little bit about that transition. Yeah, it's going to be huge. I mean, it's going to be huge for both sides. I mean, one of the things is you you sit there and you go to, like, I knew he is wearing Jordan cleats this entire OTAs and minicamp, and I probably should have asked him something yesterday about it because he is – been a hardcore adidas guy since he stepped foot you know in dallas and so to see that it was they were all black jordans and so they didn't really stand out but i just knew that that's what he was wearing i was kind of like that's kind of interesting or whatever and just taking from that like how much i mean every game that the cowboys play at least early on in the season people are gonna be focused on his ankle and how he's doing everything like that. i mean you can't get a better shoe advertisement than that how many times <laughs> are they gonna be showing this guy's foot but no uh yeah i, I mean Jordan Brand, obviously, it, it's a big deal. It, I mean, he obviously wouldn't be going there if they weren't paying him more money than Adidas is. It's, it's pretty clear. But 
Uh, you know, I mean, Des Bryant was a, was a Jordan Brand guy, and, and this just uh, it, it's obviously going to be uh, you know a lot more exposure uh, for Dak. And I mean, heck, the way I look at it, Dak is probably as good of a as a promoter of a product as you could have. He, he doesn't get in trouble off the field. Uh, you know, he, he he's a good leader, and he, he just you know he comes off as he's a really good dude. I mean, he's just like I mean, he's the type of guy that. If you're a parent, you you know he's one of the guys you'd want your kid to, to grow up, you know, wanting to be like. So that, he has like the whole package, and then on top of it all, he's the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And so, uh, you know, it, it really is a home run for for Jordan Brand. I don't have the details on how much money he's got. I know it's a five year deal, but uh, I don't know exactly how much he's going to make per year. But I mean, he's certain to be in, in in a lot of ads and a lot of things like that. And it's just another one of those uh, uh, brands. I mean, he's. He's in. He's in with 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 all the biggest brands there are. I mean, obviously, all the focus goes to what he's making on the field because of that contract that is, is well publicized. But you don't know exactly what he's making off the field. And then Forbes Forbes comes out with that list recently and has him as one of the top five highest paid athletes in the world uh, going off this past year. So yeah. Uh, it's good to be Dak Prescott. Yeah, and that's a great point. He is a great am- brand ambassador, and he will he will do a terrific job for for those guys. Talk a little bit about his uh, his his OTA situation and and what's going on there. I mean, it sounds like just listening or listening and reading things that uh, that he's saying that he's ready to go, and he's really kind of tired of talking about it. Yeah, he is, and, and that's understandable. I mean, especially for a guy that's had to go through this every single day, trying to do a little bit more than you did the previous day, or you know, maybe more, more, re- more realistically speaking, trying to do a little bit more than you did the previous week. I mean, so he's at a point now where, yeah, he's he's crossing off and checking every box, and so he's in a great spot right now. The the, the thing is, though, is that he hasn't been tackled. He hasn't had a guy roll into his leg. He hasn't had to you know take a shot to it yet, and that's going to be the next step. And and you know they're probably not going to happen really too much in training camp because while he'll, you know, do full team drills where as in OTAs and minicamp, he was, he was doing seven on seven and then 11 on seven, but there wouldn't be a defensive line just to, to prevent the possibility of someone falling into his ankle. So that'll obviously change when we get out to training camp in California uh, at the end of July, but it'll be that preseason work and, and, and he probably won't get even a lot of that, but there'll be that preseason work. And then once he gets into games, it's like, the questions aren't going to completely stop until he, you know, finishes a complete game and, and he takes shots and he runs the ball and, and, and you know, gets back up and, and things like that. And, you know, he'll never, you know, say this publicly, but just as a person in your mind that's gone through an injury like that, you're going to want to see how you take a hit and things like Because you're not going to be doing that right now this time of year. So that's the next step. But outside of that, on everything he's done outside on the field, uh, you wouldn't think that he suffered any type of an injury. I mean, he looks like the same old Dak out there. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it's probably not a physical thing. It's probably a mental thing, that first contact. That's exactly right. That, that, that's absolutely yeah. And, and and like I said, it doesn't make sense. But it doesn't make a lot of sense for him to sit there and say that publicly because then it just keeps building up to it. And then, and then it just leads to questions and things like that. Like, hey, so, I mean – what are you thinking about taking that first hit stuff like that? Like he doesn't want to be talking about that, but there's just no question. You would be thinking about that. I think about that with any guy that suffered any major injury that like, that's going to be the next threshold. And once you take that hit and you get up and you're fine and you know, everything's good. That's just another box you can cross off in your head and know that, Hey, I'm fully back, you know? And so, uh, that just naturally will come once, once we get closer to this season. But 
the Cowboys don't want him going through taking any hits on that ankle or anything. They want him to be as, as healthy as possible going into that first game of the season. They know what he can do when he's healthy. And he certainly has the weapons around him to put up a huge year if he is healthy. So that's the biggest thing. And it's not going to be just that way for Dak. I mean, I just really get the sense of Mike McCarthy, especially coming off of last year. That's the entire team. I mean, it's, it was like that way for the most part under Jason Garrett, but I think even more so this year in training camp. It's going to be we want to get work done. But we're really trying to get to week one with a healthy Lyle Collins, healthy Tyron Smith, healthy Mari Cooper, and obviously, and most importantly, a healthy Dak Prescott. Talking with John Machota, the athletic man. And uh, so now they have the Cowboys have eight of the 11 rookies signed. Is that about on track for normal? And when will the other three be uh, signed on board? Yeah, it's actually a little bit ahead. Of, uh, if you look at Micah Parsons signing yesterday, uh, I don't think CeeDee Lamb last year signed until towards the end of July. And so uh, that might have had something to do with the pandemic and, and things were just kind of slow. But um, this, yeah, this is right on track because the guys that aren't signed yet are the three third round picks. And that's just one of the biggest reasons why is because the third round, and I'm not a, an absolute cap expert on this, but it, it, it just, you can see the trends over the years. The third round picks, it has the most wiggle room in their contract. Even though all the draft picks slot, I mean, they're slotted. You're going to make similar money to what, the guy the year before made that was picking your spot, you know, and obviously positions factor in as well. But like the third round, I guess, has the most wiggle room on, on negotiations on things that you can, you know, put in the contract. But at the end of the day, they're going to be four year deals. Those guys are going to be signed. And, and, and it would be, it would be, it would be shocking if, if they didn't have all 11 signed, uh, you know, going into training camp. I don't think that they're, there, there are any concerns about that. They'll have those guys uh, under contract and ready to go uh, when they get out to California. And speaking of Micah Parsons, I know he's been turning heads out there, and he should. I mean, where, when he was drafted, and we knew how good he was coming out of Penn State, but how does his versatility from when he was playing the defensive line early on in his career help with the transition into the NFL? Yeah, it's going to be huge because he has that experience to lean on. It's not one of these things where – He's a guy that at Penn State had a growth spurt, and they're like, man, you're a big linebacker. You might be able to rush the passer a little bit. So he started rushing the passer. I mean, he was a Rivals five-star edge rusher coming out of high school. I mean, he was one of the top you know, two or three edge rushers in the entire country coming out of high school. But uh, I got a chance to talk to his defensive coordinator at Penn State uh, about a week ago, and, and we talked about that. And it was, you know, why didn't you just keep him at edge rusher? And it was because they just he needed him at weak side linebacker. I mean, this isn't a kid that was redshirt, and he was playing right away. And it just so happened that in their defensive scheme, you know, they had some better edge rushers. They needed him at weak side linebacker, and that also allowed them to make him into more of a chess piece where he could, you know, play off the ball while he would also could still rush the passer. And I think that's what's going to happen here. And a key piece in all this is Dan Quinn because Dan Quinn seems like he really wants to build – on the positives from last year in terms of, you know, the being more multiple, not just the four down linemen all the time. And so I think you're going to see Micah Parsons moved all around. Now, already throughout rookie minicamp mini camp and OTAs, he's already gotten work at weak side, strong, and middle linebacker. And so if they're, they're ready to play him at all of those, plus, you know, moving him up on the line of scrimmage and, and bringing him on blitzes and things like that. It would not surprise me at the end of the year if he isn't second or third on the team in sacks because I don't see him coming off the field, and I just see them using him in a variety of ways. The only downside to this, and I pointed out in the story I wrote about Micah this week, is just that, you know, you look at last year's draft, and the first linebacker to go was also a hybrid-type linebacker, but it was more of a linebacker-slash-safety and Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. And now that that season's over with, you hear the rumblings coming out of Arizona that, you know, he probably didn't hit the ground running like 
you know, a lot we're hoping because they put a lot on his plate. I mean, he played all three linebacker spots, both safety spots, and played nickel corner for them. And so there is a little bit of that balancing. Like, you don't want to put too much on his plate. So Dan Quinn says he's going to ease into it, see what see what Micah can handle, and let him go. But, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't have to know that he was their first pick. If you went out to any of these OTA or minicamp practices, you'd find 11 real quick. Hey, you mentioned chess piece, so I'm I'm gonna, I gotta go here. Is is Micah the first cowboy to beat Amari Cooper in chess? I don't I don't think so. And the only reason why I say it, just out of sheer volume, is that there. I mean, see, last year we didn't get to go in the locker room at all because of COVID. But the previous years, um, I mean, I would say okay. So out of a okay, three days in a week that we'd go in the locker room, at least two of them, Amari would be sitting at his locker playing chess against uh, Chidobia Wuzie. So they always sat right next to each other in the locker in the locker room, and they were always playing against each other. <laughs> and I know Cheeto definitely won, won games. But Amari is, like, known throughout that locker room as being, like, the by far the best chess player and that you're probably not going to want to go after him. But, you know, as you can see on these videos that Mike is posting, he, he doesn't seem to be too afraid. Nope. So he seems very competitive in all aspects because there was a series on ESPN going into the draft following around a few of the top prospects and, and Micah is like a, a ridiculously good bowler and it's not because it came natural he just picked it up and got super competitive about it and, and turned into like a really good bowler because he just does it all the time so I think chess is, is moving into that same realm talking with John Machota of the uh, of the athletic you know John you mentioned Dan Quinn and it got me to thinking last year uh, obviously with the Cowboy defense and all of the issues that the Cowboys had on defense. And, you know, there was a lot of conversation about the personnel did not fit the package and there was a lot of confusion and terminology and all of those things. Well, with Dan Quinn, can you see a significant difference already? I can see in terms of the way things are being taught. It just And, 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 and we don't know that it's going to be better. I mean, you just think it's going to be because of the fact that, one, I don't know how it could be any worse. Two... There is actual OTAs and minicamp and, and, and a lot more on-the-field work that these guys just weren't getting last year with the new defensive coordinator. And then the, the third thing is just you just see him being more hands-on. I mean, he's out there in the drills all the time, involved. Uh, he's certainly not a CEO coach. I mean, he is in there uh, uh, very noticeably. And so you would think that the communication should be better. It just didn't seem like everybody was on the same page throughout all of last season. And so – you know, with him coming in there. And then the other, there's another one, too, that, that I think needs to be pointed out that we've, we've noticed at these OTAs in minicamp is that George Edwards, uh, who, who came on as a defensive assistant, he didn't really have a certain position group last year, but he came over from the Vikings where he was a longtime D.C., and you can see him taking on more of a role with the linebackers. And, uh, and he just, I mean, his resume is, is, is very impressive. And you can just see that, you know, he's very hands-on as well, too. And, and that linebacker position, I mean, that's probably their most loaded on, on defense now that they drafted Micah Parsons and signed Keon O'Neill and drafted Jabril Cox. And then you add in Leighton Vanderesh and Jalen Smith. So that is going to be a key position to watch because they certainly weren't impressive last year. The defensive line didn't do their job. And you just see George Edwards seems to be taking over the linebackers. And Dan Quinn is very hands-on trying to get things fixed along the defensive line. John, last thing I have for you, the NFL released their preseason schedule today. Was there anything surprising to you, or is it just you know business as usual? Yeah, nothing that really stood out there. I mean, you know, the, the whole thing with the preseason schedule with the Cowboys is just that they're one of the you know few teams that is probably going to hold training camp outside of the state. And so the way that the Cowboys schedule is usually structured is that usually their last two uh, preseason games are going to be at home because usually their first two are somewhere out in California. Um 
because that's where their training camps at. But this year is obviously different because they're going to be in the Hall of Fame game. And so they have to structure everything around that. But, you know, if I had a guess right now when I saw that, that schedule, I would think that if, if they are going out to California, I would think that, you know, they'd stay out there until that second game against Arizona and then probably come home after that. So that's really the only thing that it, it impacts the team. But um, I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting because you also throw into the mix that other teams are only, most teams are only doing three preseason games. They're the only ones doing four. And then this year they're also mixing in that they're going to have an open practice, uh, you know, with the Rams out in California. So uh, I think it's going to be an interesting few months, certainly a lot more interesting than last year. Hey, John, what are you working on for the, uh, for the athletic? Yeah, for tomorrow morning, I'm going to have basically uh, just everything that I, I saw. My biggest takeaways from the two days of availability we had at minicamp. That's yesterday and the day before. They were supposed to have a third day today, um, but you know it was kind of one of those things where we kind of were getting the word that they might turn it into more of a team building, like uh, behind the scenes as opposed to on field work that wasn't going to be open to the media. And, and that's what happened today. Is that they did more of a behind the scenes thing. They didn't really work out on the field, so we didn't have access. So. Uh, yeah, everything that I got from the last two days, uh, everything you know we got from the players, everything I saw in the field. So, yeah, that'll be up tomorrow morning. John, appreciate it. Anytime, guys. Thanks for having yeah, me on. Have a great day. And it's John Machota from The Athletic. And I don't know, and I've said this a million times, if you get an opportunity to read The Athletic, do it. It's, Take advantage it, it's, of it. It's a very <laughs> – it's, it's a subscription piece, but, it, I mean, it's it's little to nothing. Yeah. I mean, it, it, but from a financial uh, – Oh, but the content, but the content Ooh. is unbelievable. There is so much stuff there. It is. Uh, I mean, you can't read it all. No, it just <laughs> and it'll ask you for your favorite team, so it'll kind of pare it down yeah. for you because there's just so much stuff there. So very cool. All right, uh, hey, we're gonna take a second here at 4:47, and we're gonna talk about Shorty's Pizza Shack, 12th and Bagby. And uh, if you want to call in your order and have it ready when you get there, here's the phone number: two five four two three five. 2646. All right, Ross, walk me through. Ross is going, Garrett's going to Shorty's to make a family run. How does it work? Walk me through the whole process. So what I'm doing is I'm going to either, I like to do the online orders. So Mm -hmm. I'll put in, I'll go to shortyspizzashack.com. I'll put in my order. I'll get me an extra large uh, pepperoni with extra pepperoni. Uh, We'll get extra extra pepperoni. pepperoni. I go extra pepperoni. I will get the salad for the girls that with, comes with just about everything, peppers, um, you know, black olives, anything, anything that you could want on it. And then if I'm feeling a little hungry that day, I'll throw in the wings with the sickle sauce. Got to have the sickle sauce on those wings. All right, so th- that's how that all works. And then you do you do you get it to go? And, I like and, to go there. I like to see Shorty's Pizza Shack. So ah. I go down there myself. It's not too far from the house. So I'll go down there and check out the atmosphere and get my pizza and go on about my business. And there you go. And while you're there, you can – I mean, so there's there's uh, televisions and, oh, and, and, and you can – I'm sure, you know, just all kinds of just fun activities. and It is, and they keep expanding. So, yeah, they have televisions. Now they have it to where if you do call in a pickup order, they have a separate area where you'll go in and get that. Um, and then out back, they have games that you could play. Like I said, they've done some concerts there before. They have a lot going on at Shorty's Pizza Shack. Shorty's also is proud to serve locally brewed craft beers in the canner or uh, on draft by the pint or half pitcher. You can grab a cold one, enjoy our homemade 
frozen margaritas and and just you know it's just a great mm-hmm. place to to make it a it's more than just hey let's go grab some supper this is let's go hang out and have a night yeah it's an event it's not just you know casual dining you go in it's a great place to meet friends uh, anything it just go and you're gonna spend some time at shorty's enjoying yourself there you go shorty's pizza shack the shack they're at 12th and bagby and if you want to call in that order it's 235-2646 recently on the matt mosley show joined now by mike mcgraw uh, welcome back to the program and, and what did you what did you make of uh, phil mickelson at age 50 winning the pga championship he reminded me a lot of what Jack Nicklaus did in 1986 the Masters, and that is he was a player well past his prime, wasn't even particularly in good form of late. Once he got in contention in a big event, he, he remembered how to win. And Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 on ESPN Central Texas. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. At Hubbard City Drug, they say they are a drugstore and more. A family-owned and independent pharmacy in business since 1980, Hubbard City Drug offers full prescription services and free delivery within a five-mile radius. They pride themselves in providing fast and friendly service for their patients. They also have several gift lines with a wide variety of wedding, baby, and seasonal gifts. Hubbard City Drug, 200 North Magnolia Avenue, 254-576-2241 at HubbardCityDrug.com. It's okay to say group on the radio. It's not a bad word. In fact, at Globe Life Field, group is a good word. This year, the Texas Rangers' new ballpark offers a safe place for you and your group to watch a game together. There are new group spaces and new group ticket prices start with just 10 guests. Don't be ashamed. 
Groups are good. Let us help you find the best space and deal for your group at 972rangers or texasrangers.com. Old Chicago is back and better than ever in Waco. Join them for their grand opening at 11 a.m. on Monday, June 14th. The first 100 guests will get free pizza for a year. Come early so you don't miss out. One lucky guest will win free pizza for life. That's right, free pizza for life. Located on South Jack Colgin Expressway in Waco. Monday, June 14th. No purchase necessary to participate. See restaurant for official rules. Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room. When it comes time to shop for insurance, wouldn't it be a good idea to start with an agent with over 30 years' experience? Paula Beers, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance in Hubbard, is the one to see for all of your insurance policies, including auto, life insurance, home, farm and ranch, and commercial. She can make buying insurance effortless so you can focus on the moments truly worth living. Paula Beers, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, open Monday through Friday, plus after hours by appointment. Call 254-576-1558. It's Al from the Good Feet Store. If you've been suffering with knee, hip, or back pain, the problem may be right under your nose. Your whole body is supported by your feet. If they're out of alignment, that could cause issues in your knees, hips, and even your back. The Good Feet system helps put your feet in their ideal position. Just step in. Meet with one of our specialists who will personally fit you with the perfect arch support system. You walk around, try them for free, and then you decide if they work for you before you buy. How great is that? At the Good Feet Store in Waco near Cabela's. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. Mosley and Ross, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, 455, five away from five, and it is time for our Ranger Roundup, and we will begin with uh, yesterday's ball game. The uh, Rangers win it yesterday. Dramatic. It was dramatic. It was dramatic. 11th inning. They get the walk off and win it four to three. And I was just looking at the at the at the box score mm-hmm. of the game from yesterday, and it, the damage there, there wasn't just a ton of damage, uh, but the, what damage there was was done at the top of the order. Three of the four RBIs for the Rangers came out of the one, two, and three spot. Kiner Falefa had a had a hit and an RBI. Uh, Holt had a hit and an RBI, and Adolis Garcia had a hit and an RBI. And the uh, uh, the other RBI obviously came on the game winner from from Lowe as he uh, delivered the the game winner in the eleventh inning. So, but I, I just thought that was interesting. One, two, and three deliver the runs uh, for the Rangers in, in the top of the order. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of to me that's kind of odd. You usually see it about four spot, but you know that that's just kind of what you're getting with this team. Um, you know, Connor Falefa has been consistent all year, uh, and it, I'm just happy that they found a way to beat a National League team. <laughs> One and nine against the National League <laughs> uh, kids, so there you go. Yeah, maybe that'll get the monkey off their back, and Let's they'll hope. get going again. So, Let's hope. all right, time for our Ranger stat of the day, and the stat of the day belongs to Brock Holt. He delivered the walk-off knock on a single with two outs there in the bottom of the eleventh inning. It was the Rangers' first walk-off hit to come with two outs in the eleventh inning or later 
since August of 2019. So they just don't do it very no. often. So uh, those extra inning games have not been, uh, you know, when they get into the 11th or later, right. they, they, they just haven't had a, a whole lot of success there. So, But that is our stat of the day, and they do get the win. They're off today, and they're back in action tomorrow night. They're in Los Angeles, and uh, they're going to be uh, continuing their uh, their National League their National League run as they take on Max Muncie and the Los Angeles Dodgers. I don't, I, you know, I don't, you know, look, best of luck to them, but I don't have much hope for the Rangers in this series. Well, you know, you go on the road, you see what happens. Uh, we know what happened last time. They went on the road, they went 0-9. Yeah. It's, uh, that is our <laughs> Ranger Roundup, by the way, brought to you by Joe Kaleo and the good folks at Kaleo Wealth Management. Recently on the John Moore Show. Randy Flagler, our guest, Baylor grad, part of the uh, Chicago Fire uh, television show that is very successful. Through the years, like you see certain character names, and I start laughing because I know it's one of our fraternity buddies, like last name and so on. I, very just, cool. I, I keep it to myself, but it's very funny. I, I remember the first time I noticed that, it was, I think, 2016, when right. Corey Jefferson was a character on the show, <laughs> and, right. and that was obviously an homage to uh, Corey Jefferson, who played basketball at Baylor. Exactly, yeah. No, it's, I think there's little hidden secrets in there that sometimes I might be the only one of the cast, you know, that, that gets them. And actually, you mentioned in the Armstrong Browning yeah, Library, yeah. I started laughing. I, I'm, I'm hoping my mic was off because I had forgotten that, the reality thing. But oh, it's yeah. like, when I saw it, it was like, is that, did Derek write this one? Like, I got to check because it's like a total, you know, totally the library, you know. Listen to the voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Hubbard City Drug, they say they are a drugstore and more. A family-owned and independent pharmacy in business since 1980. Hubbard City Drug offers full prescription services and free delivery within a five-mile radius. They pride themselves in providing fast and friendly service for their patients. They also have several gift lines with a wide variety of wedding, baby, and seasonal gifts. Hubbard City Drug, 200 North Magnolia Avenue, 254-576-2241 at HubbardCityDrug.com. Buying or selling? Give Foster Properties Real Estate a call. They are the giant in Hubbard real estate businesses and have over 30 years experience in Hill, Limestone, Navarro, and McLennan County properties. They specialize in buying and selling farms, ranches, land, and homes. Margo and Jody Foster at Foster Property Real Estate have supported Hubbard High School athletics since 1987. And they wish the Jags the best of luck in this year's UIL State Baseball Tournament. The Jeep Freedom Day sales event is going on right now at Freedom Country in Killeen. And you can catch a great deal on hundreds of vehicles, both in-store or online. And every new Jeep comes with a membership to America's most valuable customer care program, the Jeep Wave Customer Care Program. Get worry-free maintenance for your new Jeep at no additional cost. Come see why you can always buy for less in Killeen. Visit us in-store or online at freedomcountry.com. We're making car buying easy with five makes, two stores, all in one location at Freedom Country. Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous Purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. 
Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. It's Al from the Good Feet Store. If you've been suffering with knee, hip, or back pain, the problem may be right under your nose. Your whole body is supported by your feet. If they're out of alignment, that could cause issues in your knees, hips, and even your back. The Good Feet System helps put your feet in their ideal position. Just stop in. Meet with one of our specialists who will personally fit you with the perfect arch support system. You walk around, try them for free, and then you decide if they work for you before you buy. How great is that? At the Good Feet Store in Waco near Cabela's. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, Diamore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. John Morris, weekdays at 2 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Couple of minutes after 5, 502. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time. Tom Barfield, Garrett Ross, we're glad you're with us. As we take you home here on this uh, Thursday afternoon, we are joined now by Lennon Health, the uh, head football coach of the Waco Lions. Coach, good afternoon. How are you today? Good, good. Thank you for having me on. Hey, Coach, we want to just we want to get some things. We want to do a little clean house cleaning here. We want to get up to speed on some stuff. Let's begin with with off season and, and and things you got done there, and then let's move into your spring your spring football. So as you made your transition and, and established your off season program, just kind of get us up to speed there. Yeah, well, you know when I came in, uh, that was February first, so uh, it wasn't too long after that that we had some pretty bad weather and the ice storm and all that stuff that came through and that limited uh, our numbers and limited what we could do. And, you know, we were out of school for a week. Uh, but then after that, you know, we, we had an incremental grow within our off season. Uh, you know, initially when I got in, I kind of sat back and try to observe and give coaches the space to, to show what they can do. Uh, but then as we moved forward and I started instituting some of the things that I wanted to bring with me and, uh, I believed were good for kids. Uh, then we saw growth and, and some of the pushes and competition days and character days and trying to build some things with our, within, our, within our program. They're going to be long-lasting. Uh, but then, of course, uh, I think I've said this before, that, that as we grew, we, we had to put demands on our kids uh, that we believe that they can meet. And so with those demands, uh, obviously in off-season you have growth, but then you also have some uh, that are unwilling to meet those demands. Uh, but that's the mark of uh, a good football program is, is kids that can meet those high demands because you believe in your kids and your kids believe in what you're doing. And so that's the kind of program we tried to uh, establish uh, in the off season, And then that led into spring football. Is that where it starts? Do the kids have to buy in to that in order to proceed and become a champion on the football field? Yeah, there's no, there's no doubt that there's, 
they're trying to feel you out. You're trying to feel them out. I mean, there, there's there's that natural apprehension when you're trying to build trust. And and so uh, for me, that's all rooted in uh, you know making sure that kids understand that you care about them long, long, long after they're done playing. And uh, you know, and, and it has less to do your care and concern with them or for them has less to do with football and has way more to do with uh, who they are and what they can become. Uh, but then uh, we're going to, we're going to push football, right? We want to win football games. So that's a huge element of that, but yeah, we're trying to build that trust. They're trying to feel, feel you out. You're trying to feel them out and you're trying to figure out which direction you need to go, where your strengths and weaknesses lie. So there's a lot going on early on in those first few days, especially coming out of something like COVID. Coach, can you tell us a little bit about the Lions Lead Character Program talks that y'all are doing? Yes, sir. Uh, so, you know, that's something uh, that was passed along to me, and we and we brought it in uh, when we got there. Uh, I guess what what we're finding is th- there's a there's a, a desire for your community to connect with your football program, and there's also a desire as I got into talking to alums and other people uh, for us to build character within our. Uh, kids and things like we said that are they're going to be stable structures in their life way beyond football and so we bring up all sorts of things in character uh, talks Uh, we primarily do it on Wednesdays kind of a break in our offseason between you know two Monday and Tuesday getting after it pretty good you got a character talk and then we try to build in some life lessons to get after it again on Thursday and Friday Uh, but we we brought all sorts of people in uh, and, and had them talk to people uh, in the community, people within our school, uh, you know, Coach Tusa. There's, there's been all sorts of people that have come through and been willing to speak uh, into things because I do not have uh, every viewpoint and I don't have every life lesson. And so it's really important for my kids to hear from other people that aren't me because they hear from me all the time. Uh, and so we're just trying to build up our kids to be good men when they leave our program. Hey, you know, and that's not an easy task, you know, dealing with the kids and everything. Talk about the, the staff that you're bringing in that's helping with these young guys uh, and developing them into uh, high-character young men. Yeah, you know, I, I was able to uh, coach Love and, and Dr. King Cannon uh, in Waco ISD was, you know, really blessed me with the opportunity of bringing in two guys uh, at coordinator spots that are dedicated to football and those kinds of things, and that's kind of a new element. They have facility roles. They have other things, but they've been able to really jump in and be a huge part of developing that structure. And so uh, my number one thing when I looked for a coach, number one thing by and large was men of character who had great work ethics. And so uh, this this we knew was uh, going to require some work, but we also knew that men of great character could get it done. Uh, football can be taught character even as adults is a difficult thing to relay and so here I am trying to relay a message of character uh, to my community uh, and to others and it's real hard to sell that if you've got a bunch of guys that don't have character within your program and so bringing in guys and staff guys that we have now that are 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 about that and they're about kids is is changing our, our culture every day now it doesn't happen overnight but we believe in what we're doing. We're already starting to see some of the fruits of that labor. So we're pretty excited. Coach, uh, talk a little bit about spring football and, and the process there and, and what you got accomplished and if you felt like you met some of your goals uh, for spring and then into your uh, into your spring scrimmage slash, uh, slash spring game. Yes, sir. Yeah, well, we were. You know, uh, kind of talked to it, alluded to it earlier. 
we had an ability to bring a lot of kids uh, in and up, and then we put demands on them, and some of those numbers shrunk. But here's, here's what we found is once the demand started to become the norm, uh, we had an incremental growth that occurred after that. And as we led through spring, uh, we had guys in other sports. We had uh, people that started showing up because they liked what uh, they were seeing. And so our numbers gradually increased. So in spring, our number one goal was to set standards, begin to teach fundamentals and structures within our offensive schemes and our defensive schemes. And then from there, being able to set these standards where we're going to have a commitment to what we're doing uh, we're going to have a pace in which we move and we're going to have a direction in which we move and everybody's going to move together. And so we're really pushing that hard throughout, pushing that hard throughout spring football. And by the end, we had consistent guys, consistent people in place. Uh, we could write a depth chart uh, and we were able to have a pretty successful spring game. Uh, I know kids were happy about uh, some of that and they got to get out there and, and show off the stuff they'd learned throughout spring ball. So it was a really good time for us. And man, it was a necessary for staff and for the kids to just really get to know each other. So do you feel like you, you've got a good start going into fall camp? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You, you know, now you have those, we'll call them tentative uh, depth charts. You have begin to put, put people start knowing their strengths and weaknesses. That's all coaching, right? Each kid's different. And we've got to be able to figure out how to mold that kid to where they can be the best version of themselves. And so trying to figure out what button to push, which direction to push them and, and, and know how you can get the most out of them. That's really, really important. And so uh, when we're, we come into fall, we'll have a really good starting point. Kids will understand what our base defense and our base offense are. And now it gets fun once you get out of spring uh, and you move to the fall, because now you get to add some of those wrinkles and some of those things that, Kids like a, a blitz here or there, you know, a, a, a kind of an intricate offensive scheme here or there that kids uh, will be intrigued with because early on, you know, you're just talking fundamentals and you're talking base plays. Throughout that process, were you able to kind of identify who is stepping up as some of the leaders or is that something that you'll be able to really dial in on uh, once you get those things going in the fall? No, you definitely get to see uh, who are the leaders. Uh, you definitely get to see whether it's good or bad. You get to see who kids are willing to follow. And so uh, you start figuring out, uh, you know, the direction that you need to go uh, as a coaching staff and as uh, a football team. And so that's why I go back to this point again. That's why it was so important to hire men of character, hire men that uh, were willing to lead by example. And so there's no break in your leadership chain or what kids are seeing and, and how things are being done, uh, it's consistent. And, you know, the one thing parents and players and coaches hate is inconsistency. Uh, and so we're starting to be able to see that because of the consistency, because of the character of the coaches, we're being able to start to see exactly where our kids lie in that leadership and what deficits we have. So we're pretty excited. I mean, kids have responded, uh, and we're, we're pretty excited about the growth we made, that is for sure. Some of the other things going on besides, you know, putting your blueprint on this program are the renovations. Where are y'all at right now with the renovations to Paul Tyson? Paul Tyson, well, of course, it, the the, mon the monsoon season or whatever we had the last <laughs> three weeks finally stopped. So uh, we finally get a little break in this rain, uh, but we're moving right along. You know, uh, the plan was to get it ready uh, for the first practice. You know, we did spring ball, so that's August 9th for us, uh, but you know, even if it doesn't happen right then, you know, we've got a contingency plan with the city in regards to how we use 
uh, old, what we'll call old Paul Tyson and the new one we're building uh, to be able to get through that. Uh, but they're, they're coming along. Those guys work hard and they work long and they're out there as long as I'm in my office looking out the window at them right there and getting work done. And so uh, that's really exciting. Our kids are intrigued. And I just don't, they don't quite understand it. I don't think fully until they get out there and they're able to walk really out the back of our field house, right on to the practice field, uh, uh, you know, turf with lights and a nice track. They, we haven't had that. So that, that'll be really, really great gift to have for a program. Coach, I, I know that you want to reestablish the, the Booster Club for a lot of reasons, and I'm sure that just part of it is the the interaction between the, the fan base, the parents, and, and the players and coaches. Talk a little bit about rebuilding that, that, that Booster Club. Well, you know, when I got in on, on literally on day one, and I, I got in on February 1st that night, I started – building alum lists and, and calling alums and connecting with people uh, because of Waco High's great tradition. And I knew there were a lot of people uh, that, that wanted to uh, see Waco High rise and be part of that growth. Uh, and so there was, a, there was a desire early on to get that to come back from a lot of people. And so uh, the bo- booster clubs are, are such a great asset to a, a school in a, in a football program because you're able to do so much, so many things uh, that don't require, you know, school funds or don't require the, you know, lists or jobs. You're, you're getting people that are hot, heavily invested in your program, have a major desire to succeed. And a lot of those people don't necessarily have a vested interest in regards to whether, you know, Johnny plays or he doesn't. They care about the school, the city, I mean, it's unique when you're the namesake of the city. Uh, they want to see success on that level. And so, so, so important to be able to give an, an alums and businesses and people in our community a tie into our program. And I know I keep saying that, but it, it's important. And we try to do it on a lot of levels. But the Booster Club can be a massive one uh, for us to be able to tie in those communities. And I'll say this, the, the response has been overwhelming. I mean, uh, and overwhelmingly positive in regards to bringing it back. And we have a, uh, a meeting on, on June 16th at 6 o'clock in our cafeteria. So anybody listening that's tied into Waco High, come on. Uh, but we're going we're gonna to talk about the, the Booster Club and what our goals are and what our vision is. And, and hopefully we can get as many people on that train as possible. So, again, the, the meeting is uh, on campus, and it's June the 16th. Is that correct? June the 16th, which is a Wednesday, yes, sir, in our in our cafeteria. So we'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll have the AC running cold, and we'll have uh, everything ready and in place. And uh, there's some people that we've met with that have really helping me drive this uh, this thing forward. That have done uh, great things uh, that are you know tied into our football program and alums of the program that have really been a driving force uh, to get this thing going. Now we're looking to build on that initial core uh, and really spread it uh, and and get insight because like I said I don't have a I don't know everything and so there's going to be people within the community uh, that are going to be able to aid that process as well. Coach I know you got your your plates full and and you got a lot of things going but it sounds like there's exciting things happening within the Waco Athletic Department and the Waco Line football program and we wish you continued success. 
Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Hey, have a great day. That is uh, Lennon yeah. Helt. And, uh, man, I'm excited about being back with uh, with the Waco Lions and, and broadcasting those football games. Uh, you're going to hear Waco football right here on ESPN Central Texas uh, next fall. And and uh, Johnny Toos and I will be doing those games. And I'm I'm jazzed. I'm jazzed, Garrett. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think he really nailed it. it when you're the namesake program, mm-hmm. there's so much that goes into that. And to be able to – there's so much pride – and you know history with that program so mm-hmm. being able to kind of reestablish, rekindle and get it back to where it needs to be i think he's got on the right tra- uh, trajectory so uh good stuff there speaking of uh, the victory bowl is coming up on saturday the football game baseball softball tonight and uh, volleyball and football on saturday we're going to talk about it next right here on espn central texas but right now we are going to talk about alan samuels dodge chrysler jeep ram fiat your friend in the car business you you can uh, you can uh, give them a call at 772-8120. 772-8120 is the phone number. And of course, uh, Alan Samuels is certified by JD Power and Associates. And uh, you, hey, check out the Ram, the Ram fifty. 50- 1500 quad cab Lone Star Edition, 5250 off for 0% for 72 months, plus $1,000 bonus cash, and uh, it's just just a great deal there. You also could check out Jeep featuring the new 2021 Jeep Renegade Latitude with 3750 off, or 1.9% for 72 months, plus $500 cash back. Just some of the great deals going on at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend of the car business at 201 West Loop 340. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Another warm and humid night with a low around 76 and partly cloudy skies. Winds will be a bit breezy out of the south around 8 to 10 miles per hour. Friday will be another warm and humid day with mostly sunny skies and a high of 93. Those winds still out of the south around 10 to 14 miles per hour. Mostly sunny skies continue into this weekend with highs in the mid-90s. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Joined now by Mike McGraw. Uh, welcome back to the program. And, and what did you what did you make of uh, Phil Mickelson at age 50 winning the PGA Championship? It reminded me a lot of what Jack Nicklaus did in 1986 the Masters. And that is he was a player well past his prime. Wasn't even particularly in good form of late. Once he got in contention in a big event, he, he remembered how to win. And Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 on ESPN Central Texas. Feel like you're missing out on the Fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple Margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I love what I do. Every day I have the chance to help people chart a path toward their financial goals and pursue their dreams. We build relationships with each client and enjoy seeing how they appreciate there's someone working just as hard as they are to help meet their objectives. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC.
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hubbard City Drug, they say they are a drugstore and more. A family-owned and independent pharmacy in business since 1980, Hubbard City Drug offers full prescription services and free delivery within a five-mile radius. They pride themselves in providing fast and friendly service for their patients. They also have several gift lines with a wide variety of wedding, baby, and seasonal gifts. Hubbard City Drug, 200 North Magnolia Avenue, 254-576-2241 at HubbardCityDrug.com. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitchi Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitchi Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GLC Cadillac. You'll find no better selection of new and pre-owned vehicles in Central Texas than at Richard Carr Buick GLC Cadillac. 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. The Boskeville baseball team had their season come to an end last night, the state tournament in Round Rock, as they fell to Garrison 7-6. Boskeville finishes the season with a 35-4 record, while Garrison improved to 28-9 and will take on New Deal in the state championship on Thursday at Dell Diamond. New Lady Bears head coach Nikki Collin continues to build her staff and the latest addition is Micah Odom. Odom will serve as assistant director of basketball operations for the Lady Bears. She was a graduate assistant for intramural sports at Baylor for two years for 2019 to 2021. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor football on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 522, welcome back into the program, and we're joined now by Coach Johnny Tusa. And Coach is uh, with the uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes in, in the FCA in the Victory Bowl week. And, Coach, this is a huge week uh, for FCA, and, and, and hundreds and hundreds of kiddos are, uh, are participating in FCA this week. There's no question, Tom, it's a big week for FCA. It's uh, probably the biggest, uh, biggest week of the year. Uh, Lots of activities. The uh, Victory Bowl, which was started back in 2009, this is, I think this is the 13th annual. Then, um, uh, as uh, time went on, they added uh, volleyball uh, to the uh, venue, and then, of course, in the Temple, in the Temple um, Colleen area, Belton area, they've got baseball and softball. So, it's a big weekend uh, for uh, Fellowship Christian Athletes. A big weekend for. Uh, uh, many graduating seniors who are getting one more shot at uh, playing a sport that they were involved in and probably uh, loved uh, quite a bit. Johnny, talk a little bit about the purpose of these games. Obviously, there's there's a, a lot of layers uh, that go into this, but uh, the, it, it it really is a a, a great uh, a great opportunity for these young people. No question about it. You know the uh, uh, 
the premise behind it, Tom, is, is simple. You know, it's to uh, uh, to uh, not only uh, uh, impact coaches and uh, uh, players, but to uh, impact the community in a positive fashion uh, with uh, uh, with the principles of the fellowship and uh, just uh, an added uh, an added dimension to that uh, to that mind, mind, body, and spirit. Uh, a balance of uh, every young person and uh, for that's for that matter every coach there's going to be relationships built this week that will be lifelong relationships wouldn't you agree no question uh, you know we uh, we are one of the host homes and uh, that uh, that process involves kids that are that are from out of town to uh, be placed in homes for three days uh, uh, going back and forth and uh, uh, these kids uh, bond in a hurry uh, they uh, they they know each other in many cases by 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 school name, and then then they become uh, familiar personally. But uh, uh, it's a it's a fast building a camaraderie that uh, uh, many of them uh, uh, maintain uh, lifelong uh, relationships with. The, the, this particular organization serves what 100 high schools in this in the greater Central Texas area. Yeah, well, we serve uh, this particular one serves uh, you know about twelve counties, and uh, there's probably I'm not sure how many high schools that is and, and middle schools that uh, that it serves, but uh, uh, it's somewhere in the neighborhood between seventy two and a hundred, and uh, it uh, so a huge uh, huge undertaking. Uh, ben Johnson, Tom does a he and Seth Chambliss, uh in. Uh, and Temple do a fantastic job. Uh, Kerry Rogers is in the Hillsborough area, and there, you know, we've got. Uh, I don't want to leave anybody out there. There are a few more that uh, that serve and uh, and serve uh, just uh, out of the out of the love of the organization, out of the love of uh, of uh, uh, Christian um, Christian fellowship. So Friday night we've got baseball and softball. Then uh, Saturday morning we'll have football, and Saturday afternoon we'll have volleyball. On the uh, on the football side, you and I are going to broadcast the game. I'm I'm excited to to work with the great Johnny Tusa. <laughs> Absolutely. Can you get up that early? You know that's a ten o'clock kick. Oh, know. that's a.m. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be there by myself. Uh, you make sure that uh, you're there. Yeah, we're gonna. We're going to get up early. They will have a devotional that morning at seven o'clock. So uh, I'll be at that, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll head on over to the stadium. I'm looking forward to it. We'll uh, uh, we'll we'll get that warm up that we need uh, for the fall, and uh, <laughs> that'll uh, that'll be uh, that'll be a special time. All right. Hey, we're going to switch gears on you here uh, and, yeah. and get your opinion. I, I know you have one on this particular <laughs> subject. Uh, the college football bowl in uh, playoff system, it, it it's, looks like that obviously there's going to be some change in the playoff system, and, and they're looking at, at a 12-team format. Are, are you pro or are you con when it comes to growing the um, the playoff system? Well, uh, uh, I'm uh, I'm double pro. Uh, the uh, – once they put a, the system in with the four teams, they uh, pretty much, uh, in many cases, they neutered the bowl. The bowl says it, it, it had no meaning uh, to so many people, except for, for those, maybe the alumni or what have you. But by and large, uh, you know, you, were, you, you, you weren't playing for anything other than that, that uh, uh, whatever that trophy was that, uh, that the bowl was renamed. You know, it was no longer this bowl, that bowl. It had to have a corporate sponsor keep it alive 
they pan the they pan the uh, stadiums and there's uh, they're half full. Uh, uh, I think the playoff system trumped that, and uh, the more they can put in their time, the better off they are. And I I I would eventually like to see uh, see it be nothing but playoffs, but a playoff system, so so that every game counts. I mean, uh, you know, quarterfinal, uh, regional, whatever. However, look at the. Uh, of course, they're, they're looking at the format of, of pro football, giving the first four teams a bye, and then playing the other eight, uh, uh, the other four games, so that four of them survive to play those four. And you start there. Of course, then you talk about home advantage. And of course, I know somebody commented about playing in Michigan in uh, January. Well, you know, uh, December is just as bad as what somebody said, and they probably right. November can be just as bad. Uh, so, you know, it's going to be. Uh, going to be interesting to see how they do that i do think you've got more than four teams that deserve a shot at a national championship uh i do think uh anywhere along that top 10 maybe top 12 teams uh somebody gets better toward the end somebody's not as good toward the end uh i i like the playoff system i i've always loved the uh, uh texas high school football system uh, other than the fact I'm, I'm not a big big fan of four teams but uh, the system itself, uh, you know, you you uh, you you win on the field. You're 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 number one because you beat everybody, and uh, there's only one trophy. So I'm all for the expansion, and uh, I just hope they can solve the uh, solve the problem of the bowl games uh, or, or the bowl settings because I, I think uh, I think that's in many in many cases outlived its usefulness. Another thing with that coach is the opting yeah. out. You know, we see so many times if a team doesn't make the maybe say one of those top four bowl games, that's when you see right. the players start checking out. So that will definitely help with the expansion of, of having these players full, uh, fulfill their full college careers. I think uh, that's a, that's a point well made. I think uh, anytime you can uh, you can make something have meaning, and uh, I'm not saying the bowl didn't have meaning, but it didn't have very much. And it was only to, like I said, the, the alumni or the parents or, or whatever. But, you know, a kid giving up his uh, Christmas vacation to play in the, the uh, uh, weed eater, uh, whatever. And, uh, that's uh, the, that, hey, that's the Poonland weed they, eater bowl, coach. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, I, just, I just couldn't get cranked up about that. I don't know. Maybe you guys could. That did that didn't do much, and we were playing one of those directional schools from the east, and one of them from the south, and uh, uh, happy times are here again. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm a I'm a playoff guy. Uh, I'm a I'm one that thinks that a game should have meaning. Every game should have meaning, and and uh, at a playoff system, uh, you know, it's uh, winner goes home, loser goes home. Uh, you can't uh, you can't argue with that process, in my opinion. Nope, you don't need style points when you decided on the field, do you? You don't get any. That's exactly correct. There are no style points. Hey, Coach, thanks. I, I know you're busy, right. busy this Take weekend. Care. Take care. I'll see you Saturday morning. All right, you going to call and wake me up? Yeah, I'm going to try to. I'll get there. I'll get, I may have to send my, my – uh, uh, driver over there to pick you up, so we'll see. <laughs> All right. We'll see you Saturday, right. Coach. Thanks. Take care. That, is, uh, that is Johnny, too. So they, they just don't get 
any better than that one right there, I can assure you. Uh, it is uh, 532. We are 28 in front of six. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Stay with us. Coming up, we'll get to the grab bag. We'll do it next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Rick Butler is our guest, a former MCC baseball coach, won the national championship at MCC in 1983. Uh, it's almost like a mash unit in, in the World Series that year. Uh, we started the first game with Greg Dennis splitting his chin open on home plate, had to have stitches, and then uh, Kenneth Patterson got hit in the, in the face by a double play ball because he couldn't get down and slide quick enough. And then Jerry Fout, and this is the one most people remember, took a line drive off the of his head that went over the third base dugout into the bleachers came back the next night and pitched a complete game for the championship so those were some tough guys 58 and 7 records nothing to scoff at and they brought the prize home and we're very proud of that team listen to the voice of the bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m here on the home of the bears espn central texas they go the extra mile for you at Muirhead Ranch and Realty. If you're buying or selling, do yourself a favor and call Muirhead Ranch and Realty first. Teresa, Craig, and Shelly can give you a no-cost market evaluation. Plus, check out their website often, MuirheadRanchAndRealty.com, for daily new listings, plus information on surrounding North and Central Texas communities. They're able to answer all your residential and farm and ranch real estate questions at Muirhead Ranch and Realty, 201 North Magnolia Avenue in Hubbard. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Buying or selling? Give Foster Properties Real Estate a call. They are the giant in Hubbard real estate businesses and have over 30 years experience in Hill, Limestone, Navarro, and McLennan County properties. They specialize in buying and selling farms, ranches, land, and homes. Margo and Jody Foster at Foster Property Real Estate have supported Hubbard High School athletics since 1987. And they wish the Jags the best of luck in this year's UIL State Baseball Tournament. The Jeep Freedom Day sales event is going on right now at Freedom Country in Killeen. And you can catch a great deal on hundreds of vehicles, both in-store or online. And every new Jeep comes with a membership to America's most valuable customer care program, the Jeep Wave Customer Care Program. Get worry-free maintenance for your new Jeep at no additional cost. Come see why you can always buy for less in Killeen. Visit us in-store or online at freedomcountry.com. We're making car buying easy with five makes, two stores, all in one location at Freedom Country. Are you searching for a financial institution that offers a personal, one-on-one, small-town banking atmosphere? Citizen State Bank Hubbard can handle your personal, agricultural, and business banking needs in addition to real estate loans. Check out their interest rates on CDs. They're the best in town. Plus, they offer the convenience of online banking and online bill pay. A proud supporter of Hubbard High School and all Jaggers athletic teams. Citizen State Bank Hubbard. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GLC Cadillac. You'll find no better selection of new and pre-owned vehicles in Central Texas than at Richard Carr Buick GLC Cadillac. 900 West Loop 340 at the Imperial Drive exit in Waco. The Bosqueville baseball team had their season come to an end last night at the state tournament in Round Rock as they fell to Garrison 7-6. Bosqueville finishes the season with a 35-4 record, while Garrison improved to 28-9 and will take on New Deal in the state championship on Thursday at Dell Diamond. New Lady Bears head coach Nikki Collin continues to build her staff and the latest addition is Micah Odom. Odom will serve as assistant director of basketball operations for the Lady Bears. She was a graduate assistant for intramural sports at Baylor for two years for 2019 to 2021. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Time for the grab bag with Tom and Gary on Game Time. All right, 537-23 now away from six, and it is time for grab bag. We'll get to this and that and the other and get Garrett's thoughts on them as we go along. Baylor men's 4 by 400 meter relay team advances to the finals to highlight day one at the 2021 NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championships in Eugene, Oregon. So they get their uh, they get the relay team to the to the uh, championships. Not surprised, man. Baylor's always got some just athletes uh, just freakishly good athletes on the track year in and year out so this is like business as usual for them man all right the uh, women take the stage uh, today with running events and uh, semifinals and uh, field events so we'll uh, we'll try to keep you posted on that uh, tomorrow but uh, yeah very cool that they get that they get that uh, we, we talked about this yesterday or uh yeah, yesterday the uh, Hubbard Jaggers lose in the state semifinals three to one. Had a chance to uh, talk to Roger Masters, mm-hmm. the uh, the athletic director uh, today, and and uh, you know tough loss. I mean, it, they felt like they had a championship caliber team, and trust me, I watched them play, and, and there was you know some of those in those middle innings, you you just thought, hey, this this team's going to mm-hmm. get it done. And kid on the mound, he uh, he punches out eleven, and but you know it just. It, it, baseball is a cruel game. They get two or three hits in the top of the sixth inning, and because of a an interference play, they don't scratch a run. Uh, then because of an error in, in, in a walk and then a flare uh, in the bottom of the inning, they get two runs. So mm-hmm. you get two runs on one hit, and they get uh, and, and Hubbard didn't get anything on two hits in that same inning. So it, it, then it's three to one going to the your last chance and, and – you know, just like that, the game's over, and just a tough, tough situation for the Hubbard Jaggers. But the fact is, they played for they played for state in, in the state semifinals, and only four teams were there. Yeah, I mean, look, it happens. Uh, but they have been able to show that everybody, all the kids coming up through Hubbard ISD, that yeah, you can go and play for a state, you know, compete at state here. Coach Anderson in Bosqueville, uh, man, that, that's gut wrenching as well. They got off to such a tough start. They were down four to nothing in the top of the first inning, and fought and scratched and clawed to get back in this thing, but end up dropping a seven six decision. They end the season at thirty five and four. And again, I thought this was a championship caliber club. And again, they just you know they dug themselves a hole at four to nothing and. A lot of teams would have just went away. They yep. didn't. I mean, they. I mean, they're in there in the sixth and seventh inning, and and, and they're fighting to 
you know, to scratch one and, and maybe uh, get the game tied, and who knows, but uh, they end up dropping a 7-6 decision, so it's Garrison and New Deal tonight for the championship. Yeah, that's very uncharacteristic, but, I mean, it's it's one of those things where you you got to bounce back, and you make up a good point. I mean, they could have easily just got routed at that point, but they, they kept working with it, they kept working with it, and they, they had an opportunity to win the game. It just it happens. Yeah, I mean, you know, you look up, and you're just getting settled in, and next thing you know, you're down a four spot, yeah. and that's huge. That's Absolutely. A, that's a big number in baseball, and it's darn sure a big number in a state semifinal game but you know what here they came i think they answered with a run immediately to make it four to one and and just kept fighting and kept competing uh and and i was following the game and Mm -hmm. and and, you know they was they just i mean they didn't quit they they got after it and that's the mark of a champion they may not have won the game but they certainly uh you know they certainly played uh played hard and played well for coach anderson's team all right uh 540 and uh deshaun watson talked a little bit about that situation uh, you know, he, he requested a trade from the Texans before all this other stuff came out uh, about the, uh, you know, the, the lawsuits. Right. He, on Twitter, uh, not on Twitter, but on a, on a podcast, uh, a, a member of the, uh, of the Denver Broncos, Kareem Jackson, said on a podcast that Deshaun Watson wants to be a Denver Bronco, says, get me up there. Is that something that Deshaun Watson should be worried about right now? Is where he is going to draw a paycheck from in the NFL? Or no, he needs to worry about handling his business at court and making sure he still has a future in the NFL, whether it's with the Texans or who else. That should be the furthest thing from his mind right now. Is the NFL team going to make a serious run until they know something? more than what they know now i don't think you can honestly but there's so much backlash you you don't know all the details we don't know i mean seriously with with all those allegations he's could possibly look at prison time so i I think that you have to kind of step back let this situation unfold and then you know look at it from a sports perspective at that point all right uh before the olympics get going there's going to be a training camp for usa basketball and it's going to be in las vegas apparently las vegas has the best basketball gymnasiums in the world and here's why because not only is usa going to be there but so is argentina so is spain and so is nigeria they're all going to go to las vegas for their uh training camp that's interesting, isn't it? It is. I mean, look, Vegas is, is definitely booming right now as a sports city. I think you're going to see more and more of this happen. Uh, you know, and, and who wouldn't want to go to, you know, spend a few days practice? Now you're getting there somewhere, you go. Garrett. See, there, there's some layers to this. Now you're, <laughs> now you're getting somewhere. But, yeah, they're going to have trading camp in Las Vegas. They're not going to uh, to uh, Maine or no. – or, uh, or Montana, nah. uh, you know, they're going to Las Vegas for trading yeah. camp. <laughs> USA Basketball will open its camp led by the uh, by Pop, Greg Popovich, and that'll be July the 6th. And again, Australia, Nigeria, Argentina, and reigning world champion Spain will uh, be spending time in Vegas as well. So there you go. They're going to get their training camps done before the Tokyo Games. Mm-hmm. All right, that is our... Uh, our grab bag at 5.43. It is 17 away from 6. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas in our 5 o'clock hour of service at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service techs, all starting at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. Joined now by Mike McGraw. Uh, welcome back to the program. And, and what did you what did you make of uh, 
Phil Mickelson at age 50 winning the PGA Championship. It reminded me a lot of what Jack Nicklaus did in 1986 the Masters, and that is he was a player well past his prime, wasn't even particularly in good form of late. Once he got in contention in a big event, he, he remembered how to win. And Listen to the Matt Mosley Show Monday through Friday from 3 to 4 on ESPN Central Texas. Try their brand of insurance at Texas Brand Insurance of Hubbard. They are your independent, one-stop insurance destination, and they offer customers affordable rates for auto, home, health, commercial, farm and ranch, boats, motorcycles, and mobile homes. Agent Jerry Don Smithy and customer service representative Crystal Clark welcome walk-ins, and they are open Saturdays till noon. Serving Texas almost 40 years. Texas Brand Insurance, 107 3rd Street, Hubbard, and at TexasBrandInsuranceAgency.com. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. It's okay to say group on the radio. It's not a bad word. In fact, at Globe Life Field, group is a good word. This year, the Texas Rangers new ballpark offers a safe place for you and your group to watch a game together. There are new group spaces and new group ticket prices start with just 10 guests. Don't be ashamed. Groups are good. Let us help you find the best space and deal for your group at 972rangers or texasrangers.com. When it comes time to shop for insurance, wouldn't it be a good idea to start with an agent with over 30 years' experience? Paula Beers, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance in Hubbard, is the one to see for all of your insurance policies, including auto, life insurance, home, farm and ranch, and commercial. She can make buying insurance effortless so you can focus on the moments truly worth living. Paula Beers, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, open Monday through Friday, plus after hours by appointment. Call 254-576-1558. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Travel is back. Hit the road with big savings during the summer savings event at Rent Your Car. The road is waiting. Explore America again in the space, safety, and luxury of a Buick SUV. And during the Rent Your Car summer savings event, current Buick or GMC owners get 16% off a new 2021 Buick Encore, 13% on an Encore GX, 9% on a mid-sized Buick Envision, or 13% on a full-size Buick Enclave. Summer travel is back at the summer savings event. Going on now at Rent Your Car. At Rent Your Car, we give you more. 
For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsandtemple.com for their menu. Since 1985, Wade Funeral Home has provided services to Central Texas families with care and compassion. Wade Funeral Home serves every family with pride, and they are able to offer a wide range of services to meet your family's needs. They will listen to you to help plan a celebration consistent with your expectations. Also see them for pre-planned funerals and cemetery monuments. Wade Funeral Home, 201 Northwest 3rd Street in Hubbard and 4140 West Pioneer Parkway in Arlington. Let them help you plan the celebration of lives lived. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. All right, 548. We're a dozen minutes now away from six. John's coming up in just a couple of minutes. J-Mo will have the uh, the Big 12 buzz, the latest news and notes from the uh, the notebook, if you will, from the, uh, from the Big 12 conference. So uh, we'll do that here in just a few minutes. All right, coming up on Monday, 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 we will be broadcasting live from the uh, grand reopening of Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room. That's going to be from, uh, from uh, 4 until 6, and that's located just off 535 at Highway 6, right there uh, by Cabela's in the Central Texas Marketplace. Everything's by Cabela's, isn't it? It is. Everything it is by Cabela's. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and, and you uh, be one of the first 100 folks uh, – uh, it starts at eleven. The grand reopening right. activity. So it starts at eleven, and, and one of the if you're one of the first one hundred people through the door, then you're gonna get free pizza for a year. What? Uh, yeah, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you straight up. You ought to do it. You ought to do it. Uh, you know, eleven o'clock. Just bang it on out, and you you can get it done. Uh, and then we're gonna be there also, and we're gonna be giving away. Uh, some pizza. We're going to be giving away some coupons. We'll have some Texas Ranger stuff mm-hmm. to give away. May even have some Ranger tickets. I don't know. I got to go steal some <laughs> from down the hall. But uh, you know, it, w- w- we'll have some stuff. So uh, we'll do that uh, on Monday, and then uh, I think there's going to be a grand prize. I'm, I haven't right. got a hundred percent clarification, but I think there's a grand prize of pizza for uh, forever. Something to that effect. <gasps> can't so, beat that. I'm sorry. I mean, you can't that, beat pizza I'm, forever. I'm just telling you. So <laughs> it should be a lot of fun. We're, you know what's cool? We're uh, we're going to have our country station, uh-huh. Shooter 92.9. They're going to be there for lunch. And then uh, we're going to be there from 4 to 6. And Fox's sports radio is going to be there from 4 to 6. So our sister station uh, next door, they'll be there. So we should have a lot of fun. A whole party, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I may go out and poke the poke a hole in the tires of the Fox band. <laughs> Don't mess with mess with us over here on ESPN. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> no, that's <kidding>. funny. <laughs> Are we done? I think so. Uh, we got like, yeah. Am I gonna get arrested? I'm no, gonna, no, no, no. You're good. I'm You're just good. kidding. You got an alibi. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Q. Uh, Five fifty one. That's gonna do it for us. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. We'll do this thing again tomorrow afternoon with the finally Friday edition right here on ESPN Central Texas.